There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is episode 56. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, Your Coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible an unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. P.S. Subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Welcome to episode 56 with the amazing Joey Tatunji. If there is a woman in this world that can do everything, it's Joey. And (laughs) she is such a big source of inspiration for me. She makes me feel like I can do anything and I can be anything that I want. Joey has this amazing history and I'm going to pass it over to her so that she can share some of her history and her story and her highlights in life. And first off, Joey, thank you for your time today. Thank you, Helen, so much for inviting me to share on your podcast. Very excited um, for today and everything together. So thank you. Awesome. Can you tell us about your life and how you ended up here at Com Marketing, which I am so lucky to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. So Helen, um, 
as you mentioned, Com Marketing is a business that my husband and I, we started together, Richard. And for us, we've always been about impacting communities in a positive way. So if I look all the way back to when I was at school, I always wanted to be a PE teacher. I was like, I want to teach kids how to live a healthy life. And it was always impacting others in a positive way. Um, I'm quite a high eye personality, <laughs> which many of you would discover. So it comes really naturally for me to be quite positive. So I've always wanted to be able to help people in everything that I do. So I started my career as a school teacher. I was a PDH PE teacher. And then when I was teaching kids at schools, the bell would go and I'd be like, no, don't go because we're getting to this like really good bit, like breaking through for kids, right? Um, so I thought, okay, well, how can I impact more kids? And when I was teaching, I was, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I could do like sports parties for kids on the weekends. And then that way I could help kids have more healthier party experience. So I started a business called Happy Kids Fun Parties, which was to help kids have sports parties. So we would do things like soccer, dancing parties, disco parties. Um, we even had like different themes. So I had a couple of people who worked with me, my team, who would do like commando parties and the kids would do like crawling through tunnels. Like, and while I was running this business, I was thinking, I need some really cool music that connects with the kids. So I came up with this idea, crazy idea. I knew nothing about music uh, to create a kid's CD with music that was fun and funky and a bit edgy. And um, so my, my best friend now um, at the time, um, I reached out to her and she was a music teacher. And I was like, hey, I've got this crazy idea. So I know everything about health and wellness for kids. You know everything about music. Do you want to do a kids rock band together? <laughs> and she said, yes. <laughs> wow. So, um, that was the, the creation of our kids rock band called Kids for Life. Uh, we traveled around Australia and New Zealand in shopping centers. We did um, some TV gigs and it was all about inspiring children on a like I could get to more kids if I was on stage, right? So now I can inspire more people to live a healthy life. So we had songs about like, what's in my lunchbox. So we would um, sing like about bananas, apples and muesli bars and, and H2O. And uh, we, we had songs about um, self-esteem. So we taught them about how to pull a funny face and how to be happy on a hard day. So everything that we wrote, we wrote the lyrics and it was all about connecting with kids to help them live a happy, healthy life. Um, so that's how I kind of evolved, like started as a school teacher, evolved into kids parties, into this music. And then Richard, my husband, came home one day. He was um, doing a lot of travel overseas and he's like, I want to write a book. So Richard at the time was a personal trainer. And um, so he worked with adults on, on, you know, helping them live a healthy life. And I work with kids. He's like, do you want to write this book together about how to get families healthy? So we wrote a book about helping families to live a healthy life. And when we wrote the book, we trained families together. So he would train the parents and I would, I would work with the kids. And it was just a nice synergy. And, and I guess that was sort of like one of the first projects that we did together as a couple. And then we started just snowballing into all different businesses together. Richard had a business on corporate wellness. So I started working with him on that. Um, and we just always found that when we're together, our synergy and our energies just work beautifully. 
So we, it really just evolved. We went into Feel Good TV, uh, which we created a, a TV show that was on uh, Foxtel around healthy living and helping people to feel good. And Richard and I worked on that project together. I hosted that. We worked with personal trainers. And again, it was always for us, how can we impact communities? to feel good, to live a healthy life. So now what we actually do at Com Marketing is we work with personal trainers, studio owners, gym owners to help them with their marketing. So that will help them generate communities, which can help us in the end have healthier Aussies. And, and, and we also work with those in New Zealand as well. So it's quite a long journey. I don't know if it was too long to go all the way back 20 plus years ago, but um. Everything I've always done from when I started to now, and I guess the reason why I wanted to share all that with you is because it was all about impacting communities, impacting kids, impacting others. And I think when you understand your real purpose in life, my common trend, my common thread rather, is always impacting communities in a positive way. So when you can truly understand what it is that you love to do, I think you'll always gravitate towards that in whatever you do in life. Knowing your strengths. You mentioned something before that a few people will probably be like, what? And you mentioned that you are a high eye. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain what that is? Okay. So there's disc profiling, which has, uh, if anyone has never heard of that before, it's like personality profiling. So there is D, I, S, and C. And I personalities are generally people who are quite high in energy, naturally. That would be Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Helen's a high I. Um, we like to have a lot of fun. We love to be able to communicate and hang out. And we're very social beings. Um, and we're also very positive. Like we like to see the glass you know, as half full, pretty much. It's very natural for us to feel that. So I'm quite a high eye, which means I love to connect and engage and interact with others, um, just like Miss Helen here. <laughs> so guys, your disc profile, I'll put a link in the show notes, is something that you should all try to get familiar with, just so that you know your strengths in your personality, because you don't have to be the the high d which is actually joey's husband so nice and direct knows exactly what he wants short sharp answers uh, whereas me and joey are more airy fairy um so <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to clear that up one thing that i just want to add before we move on is joey was also on the amazing race so <laughs> can you talk to us about how that happened Yes. So Rich and I've always loved the show. And I never forget when I saw online that they were taking um, applications in Australia for it. And I said, Trisha, we've got to do this. So we applied and we, us being us, we created a video, um, you know, describing who we are and as a couple, what we love and what we do. And we wrote a letter and we, we sent it in and we actually went to the, because I'm, I'm really big on energy. So I said to him, like, we, in order for us to do this application right, I want us to sit together to do it and give our our, our right energy to, towards this and focus, right? And being really present with our answers for, for the application. Um, and I said to him, and I also want to go to the post office and I want to post it together as well. So we went to the post office and we posted it together, right? Because I'm all about putting the right energy out. 
And then we got the interview and there was like 20,000 people applied and we made it through. And we were like, wow, you know, like we, we were so surprised. It was a beautiful journey. It was um, challenging. I think it's like possibly one of the most challenging things I've ever done. It opened my eyes to a new world of uh, media, social media. Um, and But the experience itself was so incredible. It was just amazing to be able to do it with Richard together, the two of us. We've always loved traveling and we love the show because we absolutely love the experience of being able to travel anywhere around the world. You will absolutely never get that journey again um, to open an envelope and say, okay, go do this in another country. Okay, quick, get on a flight and you're racing to get there, that adrenaline. Uh, it was amazing. So I am very grateful for our journey on The Amazing Race. It was a lot of fun. How cool is her journey, guys? <laughs> it's so amazing, Joey. Sometimes do you like look back and think, wow, I've actually done so many things. Thank you. I, you know what? I, I, I look back and I reflected with gratitude for what I've done. And now I honestly believe life is like a book with chapters. So they were beautiful chapters. Um, some have been challenging chapters in my life. There hasn't always been smooth sailing. And I think that you always just need to remember that what it's beautiful to look back and reflect and be grateful and have memories from those moments that you've done. And, but I think the older I get, the wiser I get in regards to understanding the importance of mindfully living in the now, as opposed to um, thinking about what's coming up, having goals, but being more mindful now. Yeah. One thing that I love about you is that you constantly work with Richard and you do so many things with Richard, your husband. How many years have you been married now? Well, we got married in 2006. So what are we in, 2021? 15 years? Wow, yeah. that's a long time. We actually met in 1999. <laughs> wow. So what I wanted to talk about was that a lot of relationships start to fail when you get added stress, okay, with work, with money, with kids. And, you know, you have two beautiful children with Richard. You have a business with Richard. You've done all of these other things with Richard in tow. You've been married for 15 years. Can we move the conversation more towards relationships and the health of a relationship? Because I believe that the quality of your relationship represents the quality of your life. And I just would like to know how do you maintain a healthy relationship with Richard with everything that you've got going on? Yes, great question, Helen. <laughs> so I think one of the most important things is always to remember to make time for the two of you. So when you have kids, it's this beautiful new dynamic in your life. You have a family now. Um, we have your first child, then now we've got two children we're very blessed with. So there's like, you know, four of us in our family. So the dynamics are very different. We spent a lot of time alone, the two of us, before our kids came in our life, right? So we were fortunate enough to travel the world, do the amazing race, do all these adventures beforehand. But I think it's really important, even when you do have kids do come along and when you do run a business together, that you still do do things. And it might sound a bit cliche, but like go on date nights together, like, <laughs> and make that time to try something new together. So it's 
it's really important also to maintain a healthy relationship. For me, communication is massive. It's key. Uh, if the energy's off, I will be straight up what's going on. So I never, ever go go to bed with, we call it incomplete. I'll be like, I've gone incomplete. Something's not right. Let's talk it through. So I think always communicating is a massive secret, I guess, to to maintaining a long-term relationship. It's understanding that you are not the same people you were when you started dating back in 1999. We've evolved so much as individuals as well as as a couple. And now, you know, parents, it's like a total new chapter. And um, if there's any parents listening to this podcast, please flick me across your best tips. I'm still learning every day, right? (laughs) Um, So I think it's just being present together, making time together, um, and as a family too, having these beautiful moments where you can go on adventures and explore and uh, travel. And I mean, now, obviously with the COVID world, it's a bit different, but it's still making that time to go on, you know, little staycations together and going on day trips together and finding some space for you to grow as a couple, as parents, as a family. Um, there's many elements and facets of the relationship that you go through. I love that you don't want to go to bed with incompletes. I think that's such a great tip to those of you that are listening in a relationship. What is your purpose of going to bed in a foul mood? And I love the idea of going to bed complete. Yes. And I I think it's, you know, it's about being real together. It's, It's about sometimes being so real that it's a bit raw and it's a bit scary but I think when you can honor the person you love in knowing that if that's what they're going through how can I help that's the biggest thing is like if they're going through a tough time a tough day um if there's most times it's like the communication of something together and then realizing how can I help that that's always a way to finding you know the complete so beautiful how can i help you instead of what is wrong with you yeah such a great tip you're a mum of two boys not girls boys and (laughs) boys have a lot more energy i believe than little girls they like destroying things i hear with a lot of people mothers that they don't have time They don't have energy. They start to run out of time. They start to run out of energy. They start to lose patience. You are juggling housework. You are juggling your career. You are juggling your relationship that you try to maintain as a passionate, healthy, happy relationship. And then you have to, on top of that, make ample time to have quality time with each of your children somehow. How do you, Joey... (laughs) manage to spend time with your babies and Mm. how do you maintain your energy levels do you seriously do you sleep sometimes (laughs) (laughs) you just like really nailed what it's like to be a mom just then Helen it's it's really every day is changing and evolving um you know people say like oh like do you have how do you manage your time And I'm going to tell you, my boys are so active. They don't stop, right? And I love it. So I I think that what you just need to realize is that um, with kids, 
No two days are the same. So yesterday they love cherry tomatoes. Today they don't want to even eat cherry tomatoes. Like, you know, everything that they do is different. They're exploring. And something really great about kids is they are incredible conscious beings. So they are really amazing at helping you be present. So if you're like scattered everywhere and it's like a thousand things to do, my son will be like, mommy, can you come build a puzzle with me? And sometimes I'm like, yes right? Like this will ground me as well. Like they're like, they're like the little teachers sometimes for us to remind us to be more present. Um, What I generally do is for quality time with the kids, there's a couple of daily practices that I'd love to share with you that I I do with my kids, which I find really helps them um, and helps us all have quality time together. So one of them is every morning um, before I drop my little one off to preschool, he goes a couple, like a couple of days a week. I always, but I always say to him every morning when we wake up and I, I started doing this a little while ago where I did like an affirmation for him. So it's be amazing, be kind, be helpful and remember to always have fun. So I just say that to him every morning. So it's just like quality time together. I'm like, I wonder what amazing things are going to happen today. I say to him, he's like, I don't know, mom. And I'm like, well, what do we have today? So we'll talk about we have swimming or he's got school. And today, actually, it was like bike day. So they could take their bikes in, bike and scooter day. So he's taking his bike in. So it's it's helping him to start to think about, okay, I can be amazing. I can be kind. I can be. And then he says he finishes it, be helpful. And I say, and remember most of all remember too and he goes have fun right so it's kind of like helping us have this time together to appreciate the day ahead then I realized that maybe I should like mix it up a bit and and actually just this week I decided to change it to say I am amazing I am kind I am helpful and it's just like reframing those words so instead of me saying well maybe me saying be to him is making him feel like he's got to be something but if you're saying I am he's like affirming to self right so we have like a little practice in the morning when we do some affirmations at night um, before he goes to sleep we sit down we do our prayers and we always say um, dear God I'm grateful for and I'm thankful for So we just go through what we're thankful for in the day, what we're grateful for in the day. And then we always say like special prayers for. So if like somebody, his cousin broke his arm the other day, so he was like saying, you know, special prayers for. And if someone's sick, we'll say special prayers for. So it's just about having that tiny little bite-sized daily practices together that help us to just have that quality time in those little moments. So sometimes it's like, not feeling that we have to be like pressured to be like, I have to sit here and do this now. Like, for instance, we we moved to Sunshine Coast with this beautiful garden. My kids love being outside in the garden. So when we go mow the lawns, they jump on the lawnmower. We do the weeding together. We have avocado trees. They pick the avocados. We, we go out and we pick the oranges off the tree. And then we come inside and we juice oranges like from our tree. So it's about them integrating this quality time in what we're doing together as a family. So we're out gardening, come out gardening with us. So we take them through the quality time. Does that make sense? So it's not like allocating in essence, it's more like 
just mindfully thinking, okay, I'm going to cook a cake. Come cook with me. So my eldest one is four. He loves cooking. So he gets in there and now the little one's like 21 months and now he wants to get in there too. And they're like cracking eggs everywhere and there's flour everywhere. And I don't care because everyone's happy, right? And that's quality time. Having fun. So yeah, I think that is a problem. (laughs) The mess that gets created and just understanding that, hold on. Is this a battle that I really need to fight right now? Or can I create a beautiful memory? Yeah, I, I have a little affirmation. It's called, do I want to die on the hill? Feeling <laughs> <laughs> like I'm climbing this massive hill and I'm exhausted. And like, do I want to be like, oh, like, or, or like embrace it and be like, it doesn't matter, you know? And, and sometimes they remember those moments. So I think like earthing them, spending time outside together, playing with them, these simple things that we had when we were kids, like jumping on the trampoline together and, and playing in a cubby house. And we, we got a swing from Bunnings and we hung it from a tree. Now we've got swings on a tree. Like, I think it's just, it's being with them in moments. And that's what they remember the most is spending that quality time. Kids thrive on quality time together. And it's time for a curveball. Are you ready to play? Hey, throw it to me. I'll catch it. <laughs> What is something that a lot of people don't know about you? Okay. When I was younger, I used to be a state player for New South Wales. I used to play hockey for New South Wales. And a huge part of my life when I was younger, from pretty much about 11 to maybe 21, I I played competitive hockey. Wow. That's so cool. (laughs) It's a big part of my life. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Do you still play? I don't. I retired. (laughs) That's so awesome. When did you retire from playing hockey? I was a spring chicken around 21, 22. I think, you know what happened? I just, I loved it. I spent a lot of my life traveling to country towns, playing hockey on the weekends and comps and tournaments and um I think I just got to a point where it's like I wanted something different so I joined the gym and I started working out and then I started doing yoga and I just yeah it was just a different phase of my life but that's something which yeah a lot of people may not know about me a lot of people I went through school know about that but yeah so cool that's why I love curveballs you run a successful business which I'm honored to be part of and It's a business that you're super passionate about and you should be really proud of yourself. You have so many accolades. This is just another one, but you're doing it as a mum, and you're doing it as a wife. Can you talk about the boundaries that you set for allowing a work-life balance? Because you just spoke about the kids and how much time you spent with them. And I don't want anyone listening to underestimate how much work she actually does in this business because she does a lot. And what, what are the boundaries that you have in place to allow this work-life balance and anything that you have in place to ensure that you don't burn out? And maybe have you burnt out before? Oh, that's the question. So I think work-life balance is a myth. <gasps> going to throw it out there. <laughs> Other mums may agree with me. It is tough. I'm not going to lie. Like it is hard to multitask at all, right? And I think I would love to challenge people with understanding that work-life balance is something which a lot of us are chasing. 
and it's hard to grab and catch hold of. I think work-life presence is a thing, but work-life balance is definitely a challenge and maybe I'm still self-discovering the answers of it. So I challenge to say yes to it yet. I can't wholeheartedly say I've found work-life balance. I can though say that I do I do think that it's important to understand that we shouldn't chase the dream of balance, but maybe instead focus on I have work and I have my life. And I mean, for me personally, I'm blessed enough to, me and my husband, we run our business together. So for us, it may be very different to other people who are in different careers and and what their own journey is. But I think it's like loving what you do on a day-to-day basis makes it easier for it to interwine for me personally. So for me, it's not about, I don't have like a set boundary of like a set time that I switch off because Richard and I, we are, we're working together with the same vision and mission towards impacting communities, right? So for us, like we can be sitting watching a movie and we'll be like, inspiration for something we want to teach, right? And I'm like, oh, that'll be really good. Let's put that in the schedule. You know, I'd love to be able to relate this story to something we're teaching. So for me, it's like, um, Uh, yeah it's not really like a work-life balance thing it's like a work life and being present in the moment and understanding that this is the journey right now I have one boundary rule and this is all I have and that is on the weekends I turn my laptop off um there so I basically from Friday afternoon to Monday I don't open my laptop lid unless I have like a circumstance where I am you know working on a deadline and and I have to that's totally fine but I try and really focus on that time to be with my kids and be really present with like family time so I really try and focus on that for weekends is no laptop laptop free tech free time so important Ah. Joey it's time for your second curveball are you ready to play Give it to me. What is your favorite form of self-care? Massage. Ah. Hands down, I love going for reflexology. Oh, it's the best. Massage, reflexology. Uh, If I can get that in, amazing. How often would you say you get a massage? Once a month. I wish it was more. Once a month to, you know, once every six weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm looking at daily practices of self-care, I would say something like making sure you're eating, like for me personally, if I'm eating leafy greens, drinking my water, that's my daily practices of self-care. And at night when I've like finished everything, as in like the kids are in bed, you know, like my my mum hats off, like work hats off in regards to just like downtime before I go to bed, I'll have a cup of tea. So that's self-care. You are so energetic. You are so positive. And the listeners are probably thinking, what is this woman on? She is just like this. She's like the energizer bunny. She just keeps going and she's always positive. But I want to ask you, have you experienced days where you've gone on a Joey strike? Have you celebrated your own, what I like to call pity party? where you're just so down or unmotivated or have a low energy, you maybe had a fight with your husband or your kids are driving you nuts. How do you deal with challenges that get thrown your way? Do you have a process? Yeah, I'm going to take it back a step because I forgot to answer something a moment ago. You said, have I ever been burnt out? And this goes into this next question. Yeah, a couple of months ago, um, my son was teething 
and like really bad like my first son did never had really the teething bad but my second one his teething really bad so I was up like every night with him for I reckon solid a month like four weeks it was it was horrible the poor little thing and I was working every day and then I was getting a pain in my eye like up here and then one day it turned into I was with you Helen and I was saying to Helen oh I've got this pain in my eye it's going down my neck and within a couple of hours my body shut down I ended up in hospital that night and they thought I had meningitis and what I actually was was just burnt out like exhausted and I put my hand up to say I didn't have enough sleep um, I put my little ones first, being a mama. It's like, I, I got a bit of my boy, right? Anyway, I found myself in hospital. I ended up being in hospital for five days. They ran a, so many tests on me. They even did a spinal cord, like where they put the fluid out of my spine, thinking it was meningitis. I had terrible side effects from that. I ended up having uh, headaches. I couldn't sit up. Every time I sat up, I got a really bad headache and had to lie back down again as um side effect of it so anyway long story short I have burnt out and it was from lack of sleep <laughs> um and I think it's like that lesson taught me about the importance of asking for help more and I think as mums and as an entrepreneur and we like tend to take on a lot ourselves and think we can be superwoman and we can get everything done, which we possibly can. But I think it's important to be mindful and remember that, yeah, like here I was, I'm, I'm pretty good with being in the moment, but maybe so much that I forgot to take care of myself. So in, in saying that, like, if you're going to go on strike, if you're exhausted, <laughs> I think like the first thing to always remember now is like help I, I you know can I drop the kids somewhere like a family members at my mum's for a few hours so I can go have that massage which I, I need or that I can get sleep for a few hours because I'm literally exhausted um, on days when you feel like your question was like what do I do like what strategies do I do when I'm having days that are challenging I'm not like one of my nicknames is feel good joey and I have like a bit of a brand around um, inspiring others about feeling good. And you know what? Feel Good Joey has days that are really crappy too. Like I have days where I'm upset, I'm sad and, you know, something's happened and it's triggered me. I'm a human. We all have these emotions and they're good because we need them, right? Because that's how we respond to situations. It's feelings that we have. But my best friend gave me the best advice and I always love passing it on. And I remember ringing her up one day and I was having the worst day and I was really upset and she goes to me, hun, you take that whole day. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She goes, but just remember, don't unpack your bags there. I love you. And I was like, wow, yes. Like it's sometimes we've got to let the emotion out. We can't bottle it all up inside. But we also got to remember, it's you know, we don't want to unpack our bags there like on holidays or on vacation for too long. But we need to ask for help. So it can help us get through whatever it is that we're going through. So then we can get through that process quicker. So whether that be reaching out to a coach or reaching out to your partner or a family member or saying, hey, can you help with the kids? Or if you're working with a team and you're overwhelmed at work and saying, hey, can you help me with this project? I'm super overwhelmed. I think like the power of the one word, three letters, ASK, the power of ask is incredible so if you take away anything um if you're ever feeling exhausted I think you said you want to go on strike <laughs> or you're feeling like you're hitting burnout always ask 
for help because so many people will be willing to help you. So beautiful, Joey. I feel like we can quote you. But we'll, we'll play this back later and we'll see what we can quote you on. <laughs> Joey, it's time for your last curveball. Are you ready to play? Catch. Let's go. I love random acts of kindness and I try to do one every single day, every single moment, whenever I can. Yeah, totally. When was your last random act of kindness that you can remember? And what was it? So a little while ago, now you've just reminded me I need to do these more often. <laughs> Um, I, I, have, I have done random acts of kindness where I've sent flowers randomly to people I love, um, just to say I, I'm thinking of you. But one of my most impactful random acts of kindness I did was I was at Coles and there was this man in front of me, this little old man, and he was adorable. He had his grandpa socks um, pulled up on his knees and like rolled over. And I was looking at him and I, I was thinking about my pop. He's passed away now, but um, he used to always wear those grandpa socks, you know, the old school ones. And it was so cute. And also I was looking at him and he put his items through and then he goes, oh, no, I forgot my wallet. And I felt for him because he's like, I came on the bus to come get my groceries. So I started talking to him and I said, look, I'll, I'll get your groceries for you. So I paid for his groceries for him. And he was like, he started chatting to me while the lady was like processing it all. And he told me how he was, um, he'd been in the army and how he'd served for our country. And I was like, this is my gift for you. See, this was meant to be like, and, and he's like, please give me your address so I can send you the money. I'm like, no, don't be silly. Like, this is my gift for you. And he's like, wow, this is so kind. And I said, oh, no, it's nothing. Don't worry. So anyway, I, I, I walked away and um, I, when I walked like just down from Coles, he was talking to the lady and he goes, can you believe that just happened to me? He said, I feel like I've won the lottery. And I was like, oh, like it was so cute. So, yeah, that was probably one of my favourite random acts of kindness that I've done. Love them. I love random acts of kindness. It just helps ripple such a beautiful thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. totally. Before we wrap it up, Joey, is there anything that you would like to share or add or mention? Yeah, I think... Just remembering that life is constantly changing. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's fun. Um, sometimes we're feeling great and sometimes we're feeling challenged. But I think the most important thing to remember is just to stay true to who you are. Know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be in this crazy adventure of life that we're on and try not to take it all too seriously. Like have fun and I'm all for like having fun and exploring, traveling, going on adventures and just just enjoying your loved ones who are in your life with you. I'm going to put a link up to her Feel Good Joey page so that you can all have these positive vibes every single day. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Joey. Thanks, Helen. Absolutely loved being on here with you. And uh, here's a curveball back to you. <laughs> Isn't she just a bundle of joy? Joey reminds me of, <laughs> you know, those really, really happy little puppy dogs that every time they see you, they have so much energy and they're just so lovable and they just have a good spirit. That is Joey. So I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved it. 
And if there's anything else that you'd love to know from this amazing entrepreneur mum, let me know and maybe I'll be able to invite her back on the show. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today. And if you enjoyed it, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify so that I can keep bringing amazing value to you. I'm sending you truckloads of love, power, and joy. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.